Hello, everyone. It's time for Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pico Stanis. This is episode 311, season 13. Today's date is March 2nd, 2024, and welcome to the show. In today's program, I'm going to talk about the Jeffrey Theater in Chicago that was located in the South Shore neighborhood in Chicago on the South Side. Also, I'll do my tribute to comedian Richard Lewis. Uh, he just died uh, this past week, and I'll talk about my memories of watching him on television. I'll talk about his, uh, like I said, uh, he had his own, he had a few TV shows. One in particular was set in Chicago, and I'll discuss that uh, later on. Uh, right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by the Snoopy Toothbrush from Kenner. <laughs> it's from Kenner Toys. Uh, this is uh, the commercial is from 1974. And uh, so sit back and relax and I'll be right back with the show, folks. Thank you. Hey, Snoopy, wake up. It's time to brush our teeth. Good grief, it's time to brush your teeth with your Snoopy toothbrush. Brushing right makes you smile bright with your Snoopy toothbrush. Snoopy makes you want to brush your teeth. Good grief, it's time to brush your teeth. It's fun to brush your teeth with Snoopy. Happiness is a battery-operated Snoopy toothbrush by Kenner. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for the Snoopy Toothbrush from Kenner Toys. I remember this commercial. I really do. And I remember the jingle, Snoopy Toothbrush. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, so that one was an electric. It was uh, battery operated. And uh, uh, the Kenner Toys, they did. I think they licensed a few products using the Peanuts characters like that and uh so uh kenner toys uh started in 1946 uh and uh the founders were the steiner family and they uh they ceased to exist in 2000 in the year 2000 excuse me and uh hasbro brought uh bought all the uh toys you know so whatever you see, like for example, uh, Play-Doh, you know, that's still ma made, or Lionel Trains, and 
like that. So, you know, you know how it is. Company buys this, another company buys that, another company merges with this, another company merges with that. You know, you get the idea. You get the whole scenario. So, like, so that's, uh, it's confusing. It really is. (laughs) All right. At the beginning of the program, I mentioned I'm going to talk about the Jeffrey Theater that was located in the South Shore neighborhood of Chicago. And also I do my tribute to a comedian, Richard Lewis. Uh, before we get started, I'm going to mention one thing. Uh, you know, I this is funny. Every time you post something on social media, you know, you either get a immediate response or not, you know. And sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative. Oh, boy. I had one comment from somebody. I don't know who this person is. And he says uh, he decided not to follow my page because my face is all over the Facebook. It's all plastered. (laughs) All right, fine. If you don't want to follow it, you know, I have no skin off my nose. So... You know, but sometimes most people don't even know what I'm doing. They don't know that Van Chicagoland, they don't know who Pete Costanz is. They don't know that he's running it. Or uh, I've been doing it for over uh, almost 10 years, you know, and uh, I never showed my face in the beginning, you know, because I don't know, I was kind of shy and I didn't want to make a huge deal until later on. Uh, when the Facebook page took off, and I, I did. So I started, uh, you know, um, plastering my face all over, you know, my accounts because they want, people want to see who I, who I, what I look like. You know, they've been telling me that. They sent me messages. Who is this person? What does he look like? Who are you? You know, so I've been doing that lately, you know, but it's good exposure so they can, you know, get the connection. You know, that's the fun part because there are a lot, in the beginning, a lot of people that I n- know, you know, that I went to school with, I went to go to church or um, used to work with, they don't know I'm doing this. You know, they didn't get the connection until I t- tell them or mention my name or just put my name there. Now, most of them do. You know, most of them do. They don't get the connection. Some people don't get the connection. Not really, unless I tell them, but I don't really want to tell them. You know, I don't want to blab around. Yeah, hi, it's this is P, I'm Pete, I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not, I don't do that. It's like, uh, <laughs> that's like getting a t- unwanted attention. I don't want that. Anyway, so I gotta, you know, when I was little, I used, when someone would hurt me like that in words or, uh, or tell me in my face, you know, that would, that would deeply hurt me, you know, like, uh, this is stupid, you're stupid, and all that, because I'm very sensitive, you know, I still am in a way, so it hurts for a while, you know, you know, I've always told my mom and dad, but especially my mother, she goes, this, don't pay attention, you know, try like that, which is great, but it's hard. You know, people discourage you, and they still do to this day. Other people tell me, quit this thing, do something meaningful, you know, like that. They don't get it. I've always said before, do something you love, and you love doing it. Okay? 
So uh, I th this helps. It really does, you know, because I've explained a few people now on my profile, on Facebook, it's professional, which means uh, I get a little more exposure, you know, in, with Meta and you get a little money, you know, which I need. <laughs> so that helps a great deal for me. And uh, you could say, sort. people tell me you're you're like a celebrity in a way. Yeah, yeah. I've said this before many times. I am in a way, but not really. To me, no. I'm just myself. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. I just continue what I want to do, continue what I uh, love doing it. And everyone's happy. I'm happy. And that's all there is to it. Okay. That's fine. All right. So let's get started. We're going to talk about the Jeffrey Theater in Chicago. Uh, that, was that was located on 1952 East 71st Street in the South Shore neighborhood. You know, when I was a little boy, I lived in the South Shore neighborhood from uh, when I was born until we left uh, the area in 1969. Uh, this theater was uh, next door to it was the South Shore Bank. That bank was there. It was on a corner on 71st and Jeffrey. Across the street, and uh, there was the Metro tracks. Uh, back then, it was called the Illinois, uh, the IC, the Illinois Central. My dad used to take this train to go to work. Uh, when he worked at the at the Conrad Hilton Hotel on Michigan Avenue, and he at night, you know, and it was operating. Thank God, it was. Uh, I think it. I, I don't know if it was twenty four hours. I'm not sure. I well, I can't ask him because he he's no longer with me. Um, because he, I think he took buses or, uh, I think he took a bus and then he went to 63rd and Stony Island and then took the Jack, uh, the, the green line, which is what it's called, but it used to be called the Jackson park Howard. I think it was the B, <laughs> not A or B get off of there get on board. And then the, he would take the L and go downtown convenient. Uh, the Jackson park, uh, L stop is gone. Uh, it's been torn down since, I think, 1992. I'm going to talk about that some other day. That sounds like an interesting topic. Anyway, the Sasha Bank, uh, a lot of people in the area did business with that, uh, did business with that bank. Also, I later changed to the Shore, I think the Shoreline Bank. I think that's what it's called. And uh, that closed hmm, maybe 10 years ago, 20, something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, it's still vacant. It's still, it's still there. So it's the theater. Now, across the street from the theater, uh, when you head south, on the corner was the Peter Pan restaurant. They had uh, a few locations in the Chicagoland area. Uh, from what I heard, a lot of people loved that restaurant. They, the owner is, uh, my mom knew him very well. You know, when she arrived here and from, you know, from Greece into Chicago. And uh, there's pictures, you know, circulating that uh, that shows the, the Peter Pan restaurant. Anyway, the theater opened. It was built in 1924 and opened in 20, 1925 as it was a movie theater. Also, it had 
uh, vaudeville performers. You know, they perform vaudeville. Also, it also housed the Spencer Arms Hotel, and it had uh, that was a little west of the theater. Okay, uh, the theater only had one screen. That's it. You know, it held about uh, almost to eighteen hundred people, and um, then it was originally it was part of the Cooney Brothers Circuit. Then it was operated by Warner Brothers, I think the movie company. And then um, and then it was uh, some other company. And then, um, then it was later run by uh, a family. They're named Coston, C-O-S-T-O-N. Uh, they ran it until probably when it... Uh, closed, I believe, and he also ran uh, the Beverly Theater, which was on 95th and uh, Ashland, between Ashland and the Beverly Avenue, you know, Beverly uh, Avenue, I think that's what it was, uh, right there. And also the Hamilton Theater, which was down the street on 71st Street, you know, you go a little more east, they ran it too. Um, so I am, I am friends with one of the family members. So that's kind of cool. You know, so it's nice. I hope he's listening and I hope he's aware of what I'm going to talk about. And uh, what's very beautiful about this theater uh, it was the facade. You know, it had, and it was gorgeous, beautiful. And also had an organ. And then you uh, go in, there's pictures of it on the internet inside what it looks like. And, uh, they had about they had balconies and uh, let's see what else. So you know, and uh, they had like a it looked like a church or something, you know. And the lobby was absolutely beautiful, really. You know, um, they don't make them like that. It's like by the concession stand, you know. And they showed like uh, pictures of the of the films, you know. And uh, let's see. So I can't describe it. It's just beautiful. You know, um, the memories I've had with this theater is that, you know, I never went there, which is a shame. You know, um, so uh, let's see. But I, when I was little, I remember seeing it. I remember seeing it. I remember my dad or my mom. We we, we shopped in that area, or we did business at the South Shore Bank. And uh, I saw maybe the marquee, and you saw the long sign that says Jeffrey. And it was kind of cool seeing the railroad tracks, like that. And then when you when the train is approaching, you hear ding 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 ding, and everything falls. You know the you know the crossing fall, falls like that. <laughs> And then you see the car, trains coming. You know, when I was a little kid, I, I found it fascinating that a train is coming. I don't know why. Just uh, that's how it was like that. So, uh, so the reason it closed, uh, the neighborhood changed, and uh, I don't know. I guess the owners sold it, or they just left it vacant, like that. And uh, let's see. So, the theater uh, 
closed about uh, 1977. And in the late nine, late ninety, late 1990s, uh, the bank, Sashar Bank, which changed to Shore Bank, bought it. And they remodeled it, the inside of the theater, and they made it into office, uh, office space. Excuse me. Uh, parts of the theater in the lobby is still intact. You know, I would love to go see that. I'd love to see that. And then, um, unfortunately, the bank closed in 2010. So that was it. Over the years, uh, it was discussed to preserve the theater. And and it is listed on the, on the most endangered... Uh, uh, endangered buildings, you know. Uh, there was there were rumors, or they were going to tear it down, build a McDonald's there, and uh, you know, kind of crazy things like that. Uh, so, anyway, um, so they had other plans, uh, like for example, the the. Uh, and uh, they were proposed to um, make it a big, uh, a huge entertainment uh, um, complex like that. Like, for example, um, probably a restaurant, you know, McDonald's or a big screen, you know, last, um, another theater, you know, in an entertainment center like that. Nothing has happened, you know, um, I guess maybe because of the pandemic or deals fell through and uh, that's a shame and it's still there and uh, I don't know what's going to happen next I don't know hopefully they'll do something it'll you know revitalize the area you know make it vibrant which I hope so I really hope so yeah like that and uh, so that's a shame you know and uh, I've when I posted this, even before that about the Jeffrey Theater, I get uh, comments from people that lived in the area. They used to watch the movies there, and they had wonderful memories there. Um, you know what movies they saw? Uh, they had a double feature. Uh, of course, they had one screen. That's a, you had no choice, like that. And but the funny thing is, uh, there was no parking really. Uh, not, not, not really. Uh, because uh, you didn't need it at the time. You either take the train if you lived in the area, or you just walked, or you took the bus, <laughs> like that. And uh, so after, even even before or after you want to go see a flick at this movie, you stop by at the Peter Pan restaurant. You know, get a hamburger or a milkshake or a little snack, you know, or you prefer, you can eat in the theater, go to the concession stand, get some popcorn, get some candy, like that. I still love going to the theater. It is fun. It is a wonderful experience. I know it is expensive to go these days, you know, with the tickets and the food. Oh, my God. That'll put a a big dent on your bank account. (laughs) So, um... But I love movie theater popcorn. It's the best, you know. Who you feel? I feel um, uncomfortable 
going to the movie theater without popcorn. You got to have that. Or some candy, you know, and have a drink. You know, that's uh, that's what makes uh, going to the movies fun. Still, it's still fun. Okay. All right, so that's enough of that. Right now, I'm going to talk about uh, comedian Richard Lewis. Uh, this was a big surprise that he passed away uh, this week. He died on February 27, about a few days ago. Uh, he was known for... I do, I, how do I describe him? He's <laughs> he's like rambling, and he always had like a uh, some demeanor that's kind of neurotic, dark, you know, always putting down himself in a way. But he, to me, he was a funny man. I mean, I mean, I I loved him. I really did. He was different. He was a, a very. Um, uh, very unique in, uh, at the time. So I'll talk about his biography really quickly. Uh, he was born Richard uh, Philip Lewis, born on June 29th, 1947. Uh, he was born in uh, he was born in Brooklyn, but he was raised in Inglewood, New Jersey. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, And you know he wanted to be a uh, he wanted to be a comedian, and uh, you know people. He said that when he was in high school, he was a class clown causing trouble. Uh, we have everyone has that in their class. And then in, in the seventies, he started uh, doing stand up, and he was discovered by another comedian, David Brunner. Do you remember him? He used to perform on the Tonight Show, and uh, he got him. On the Tonight Show, that was the time when Johnny Carson hosted, so that was great, like that. And uh, so he, he did a perform. He performed very well. He got very, you know, discovered like that. And he most of the time he uh, appeared on David Letterman. I used to watch him in the eighties all the time when I was uh, studying. When I went to DeVry Institute of Technology. I used to see him, and he would pop up, and I would watch, and I, I loved it. I would start laughing. I didn't want to wake up the house. <laughs> and uh, so um, then uh, he started into some – he started in some comedy specials. And then, let's see. So And then he started his first sitcom, which was called Anything But Love, and then we'll start with Jamie Lee Curtis. And I remember this show very well. What I remember the big promos. Uh, it was it was it it started on uh, it aired on ABC from March 7, 1989 to June 3rd, 1992. But the problem was uh, it did well at first, then it got moved, then it, it was yanked off the air, then it moved around, and you know, a lot of people didn't didn't really know if it was there, you know, it's, it's just bounce around like a, like a Mexican junk bean being, it was just, it wouldn't stay still. So I'll give you the premise of this show. Uh, so the thing was, this show was set in Chicago and, uh, and then, uh, Richard Lewis played, uh, he was a, uh, magazine columnist for a, publication called Chicago Monthly. You know what? We got a Chicago magazine here. 
but it was Chicago Monthly. And uh, his character's name was Marty Gold. And then uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character was Hannah Miller. And uh, she returns home to her hometown. And she was teaching out of state. And then she she applied for the job. And she got it. <coughs> and uh, then they started having a relationship. But, you know, when I see him doing something serious, it's kind of uh, strange. Very strange. I like him when he's funny, you know, like he take his hands, put it over his head, going ah, ah, like that, complaining, you know, you know, and being um, crazy. You know, he had fear of flying. He just, oh, it was awful. <laughs> you know, he had those big eyes and the big shaggy hair and like that. He had that until the end, you know. Okay. Um, the other thing I remember the show was... Uh, they mentioned a few uh, Chicago references. I remember one. They mentioned Marshall Fields. They did that. And uh, one of the co-workers, uh, I don't know, he just went berserk and he crashed through the window or something. And so that's what I remember. I don't remember anything else because I haven't seen the show in over 30 years. And uh, so uh, that was great. But they had some actors, you know, from Chicago. They did, yeah, like that. Um, I think one it was, uh, let's see what, and Magnuson, I think her, because uh, I think, not originally, but I think she did plays. <coughs> Excuse me. Also, uh, there was Holly uh, Folger. Uh, she came later on in the show, in season two. She's an actress, and uh, her and Jamie Lee Curtis did the Mrs. Schmenken. Rolled. If you remember watching the show, that's what they did. Okay, so the ratings didn't do well, and then it was yanked. Okay. So um, right now I'm going to play a commercial that features Richard Lewis, and it's from Total Serial. I remember this one. I remember it very well. This is from the early 90s, and he's still the same uh, neurotic character. <laughs> So here's Total Serial, featuring Richard Lewis from the early 90s. And when I come back, I'll wrap up the show. Thank you, everyone. For centuries, my mother's been nagging me about eating a good breakfast. Enough already. I'm doing it. Having Total? Huh? What is this, the cereal police? No, grape nuts. Hope you're hungry. Why, shouldn't I be? Well, you'll have to eat four bowls of grape nuts to get all the vitamins in one bowl of Total. Four bowls? Ma. Whole grain total has 100% of a day's supply of 12 vitamins and minerals plus calcium. And that takes a lot of grape nuts. You tell her. Total. One bowl, 100%. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial uh, for Total Serial that featured Richard Lewis. Uh, before I wrap up, I want to mention a couple things about... Uh, his other TV shows he had, uh, one, uh, one or two, actually. 
One was called Daddy Dearest that starred, that was in 1993, that starred him and Don Rickles. <laughs> I saw a couple of that. That was funny. And uh, the other one was uh, called Rude Awakening. That came out in 1998. I didn't see that one. But the, la but the, the last one he did, um, the TV show was on Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. Uh, I never seen this. Uh, maybe I seen parts of the show because I don't have cable. You know, I don't have the HBO or whatever channel it's on. Uh, yeah, it's on HBO. So I saw clips of it, and those two guys are hilarious. They really are. So that's that's funny. And uh, so he was he was there for a long time. He, I don't think he was there every week or every time. Not no, not really. Like that. Um, as for movie roles, he he was in a few a few movies. Uh, one that stood out was the 1993 uh, movie uh, directed by Mel Brooks. It was Robin Hood Men in Tights, and he played Prince John. <laughs> I saw it. it it's it, he's hilarious in that. I loved him. Well, I'm gonna miss him. He he was he was great. He really was. Also, the Chicago connection, another Chicago connection about him, he used to appear at Zany's uh, Comedy Club up in, up north, you know, on the northwest side or the wherever uh, suburb it is. I think it's Rosemont, I believe. And uh, he did appear on to uh, talk shows, uh, the news shows here in Chicago. But, yeah, he was, he performed at Zany's, so that's great. People get to see him live, you know, and tell jokes like that. I heard he was awesome. Okay. All right, so that's it for this show. I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about the Jeffrey Theater in Chicago. In Chicago, it was located on the South Shore neighborhood. Uh, in the South Shore neighborhood, that is. Excuse me. Also, my tribute to uh, comedian Richard Lewis. Now, this podcast will be published later on today, wherever podcasts are available: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Overcast, Breaker. Same old schmeal, I always say. Just tip, uh, tap on the app, hit follow, you're all set. You can also listen to previous episodes as you wish. Also, it'll be on my blog, vanishchicagoland.blog. Uh, also, it's on my YouTube channel. People have still ask me, where, where do I find your podcast? Where do I find your podcast? Go to YouTube. Go to search engine, type in Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast, or Van Chicagoland Stories. Take it right there. Hits, click on sub subscribe, and you'll get a notification of the latest episodes. And also, you can you can also listen to previous episodes if you if you'd like. They're out there. Also, be sure to my social media accounts: Facebook, X, LinkedIn, Reddit. Uh, Instagram, uh, threads, they'll have the link over there. Also, uh, I don't know what else. I think that's it. I know I forgot something. <laughs> okay. Oh, and TikTok. Yeah. The link will be there on TikTok. I'm not really a TikTok person. You know, meh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sort of reluctant. <laughs> But I'm on it, so uh, that's good. Okay, so I will not do a podcast episode tomorrow. I will be out. Uh, 
I'm gonna go somewhere. But I will do one Tuesday for sure. Probably, yeah, probably I'll do one. Now I'll think of something what I'll what I'll discuss. Okay. This is because I your host for Vanishing All In Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Today is a beautiful day. Uh, not as cold. You know, maybe uh, I've been tired lately, but uh, hopefully I'll do a walking, maybe, you know, get some energy because I'm kind of warm. So I have to walk around a bit. But most of the times I'm lying down. So I, you know, I, I guess everyone knows because of medication I'm taking, but uh, I'm just, I'm trying. It's not easy. Okay. So thank you for joining me on this nice day, and I uh, hope to hope to hear from you soon. And uh, here, here's bye bye for me, and here's a little traveling music from Ray Rayner, saying bye bye bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye bye bye. <laughs>